Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happened if you say what you want to Am I glad that you ladies joined us here today? Oh my goodness, it doesn't matter what your mindset is today because by the time we're done with the show, I hope you're laughing, you're having fun, and you're starting to look at life through a new lens in Christ. What am I talking about? Well, my name is Sugbury, and I am the host of Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. And ladies, I want you to know we're on YouTube now. We're Zooming. Yep, I had to do my hair before I showed up. I had to stick some lipstick on. But it's fun because if we're already taping it, we might as well see our fabulous guests and have the opportunity to hear what they have to say. We also have a new division, a new section that we're doing now on YouTube called Those Crazy Testimonies. And we're listening to our guest testimonies um, at, at a different time where you can listen in and um just enjoy how they accepted Christ in their life. So ladies, thank you. I'm so glad that you're with us today. So what's today's hot topic? Well, today's hot topic is on humor. And it's on humor and fun in life. And I just really think that we need to look, like I had said, at life through a new lens. Who do we have here today? Well, we have got comedian Nazareth. I know that many of you have heard of him. And if you haven't, you have missed out. Let me tell you a little bit about my friend. Now, ladies, during these challenging times, sometimes we just need a little levity, especially today. You know, I love comedy. I love clean comedy. In fact, I've been known by my own children to walk out of comedy clubs or movies because things left that clean section and took a turn for the wrong thing. I have interviewed other comedians as well as on our show. Um, would you guys listen to them on podcast? Michael Jr. from Selfie Dad has come on and shared about his life, as well as we had Bridget Nelson and her husband, Michael Nelson, who are screenwriters and actors for Mystery Science Theater 3000 and Rift Tracks. Tune into those podcasts, scroll back, check them out. Um, and we talked about humor on those shows as well. But this is the part, this guy I'm going to introduce you to, ladies, he is unique now, what makes him unique? Well, not only is he a comedian, but he's an evangelist. Now, y'all know I'm an evangelist. You know how I feel about Christ. You know, I go into prisons around the world, been doing it for over 20 years, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. But my whole family tells me, Mom, you're not funny. Well, we got a funny guy here who also is an evangelist. Um, the New York Times wrote about our guest today that the audience was convulsing as they listen to comedian Nazareth. I hope you guys begin convulsing in a way that you can still come back to life when you're done. Um, and, and his bio is really fascinating. He's an award-winning comedian. He has been seen by over 40 million people in the world through live concerts, TV, and radio broadcasts. His list of TV appearances include Comedy Central, ABC Family, NBC, and CBS, a comedian by profession, but an evangelist at heart. Nazareth witnessed thousands of first-time commitments to Christ following the invitation he offers toward the end of his comedy shows. His Laughter for All, it's called Laughter for All, reaches people in stadiums and arenas around the country and has brought laughter, encouragement, and hope to under-resourced people. 
in hurting communities around the U.S. He visited hundreds of prisons and juvenile halls to bring laughter and good news to inmates in partnership with Prison Fellowship Ministries. He also performs at homeless shelters around the country. Nazareth is an author of three books, a host of a nightly show, and has a weekly podcast called Laughter for All. He performs for our armed forces worldwide. Now, Nazareth insists that his biggest credit is that he is a husband and a father. And praise God for that. You're a Christian. I'm so thankful, uh, Nazareth, to come on this show and share with us a little humor. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I normally have no problem doing Zoom and everything, but when I knew that it's a, it's a women's show, I just opened my closet and looked. I said, I have nothing to wear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I said uh, the same thing today. Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to wear. I'm like, what am I going to wear? Because, but thank you so much for having me. This is awesome what you're doing, and you're reaching. I love, I love people who share the good news, uh, being generous to not keep it for themselves and share it with others. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I have just a boatload of questions. I can't wait to ask uh, these questions to you. Um, I'm just going to give a little background. Um, if you ladies want to reach out as after you're listening to this, go to NazarethUSA.com, and it's spelled N-A-Z. A-R-E-T-H-U-S-A dot com. I want you to go to their store. They have DVDs. They've got books. Um, you can not only, you know, listen to the, you know, we can't go out right now during COVID and see these shows. But what you can do is purchase these DVDs and watch them with your family at home. Um, and you also have a podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what that includes? Yes, it's called Last of All Podcast. I started it last year. And we were just interviewing comedians like Tim Hawkins and uh, and other uh, other comedians and uh, you know and Shonda Pierce and Ken um, Davis and all these guys. But then when the pandemic started uh, and even a little before, I started thinking like, okay, what what do people need to learn? So I brought a funeral home director, right? And then he was like, okay, what happened? What is the preparation? Then I brought a physician. Then I brought a financial advisor. Then I had. And then I had Josh McDowell come in and talk about how to reach people. Then two weeks ago, I had Ray Comfort. And then yesterday, I had a model from uh, that her her picture were on uh, in New York at, uh, you know, Times Square. And she's from LA magazines and others. And she's 23. And I said, okay, I, I have a daughter. I have a, I have a 20-year-old daughter. I have a 13-year-old daughter. I said, okay. I said, do you sometimes feel ugly? Because uh, my daughter say, if I'm only a little taller, if I'm only a little skinnier, if I'm only prettier, I would be happy. And she goes, I feel miserable too. <laughs> I was like, and she's I, a I model. I'm too tall. I feel I'm too skinny, and that's a model. Yeah. So, so we just, you know, we try to every week to try to bring people that will really be helpful, but also comedian. But it's not about. You know, they are funny, but they open up. I ask questions. Because you know how sometimes with Christians, we, we just ask the typical questions. We don't open up. And these people, this is their opportunity to open up and share. Okay, how, how much does your wife hate your comedy career? <laughs> what do you guys fight about? And it's stuff like that. And the comic goes, I wasn't planning on saying this. Well, that's, that's the show. It's yeah. laughter for all, but at the same time, we're being real. We're real Christians. Okay, let me ask you. A guy who owns a mortuary, I did go online and check those out. What, what caused the desire for you to ask someone to come on and talk about their mortuary business? 
Because it's funny, because you have to remember, when you have a pandemic and all the makeup stores are closed, you want to get makeup, <laughs> go to a funeral home director. If they can make a dead person look pretty, hey. <laughs> You're doing something <laughs> right. Oh, my yeah. goodness. That's hilarious. It, uh. It's just comforting people to know, like, hey, uh, this is the process. This is what it takes. This is how we do it. Because, you know, at the time, the news told us that everybody's going to die from COVID, right? Yeah, yeah we better get ready. I, I didn't quarantine. I hibernated, Chuck. <laughs> I started eating everything. And I'm like, what if, what if not just toilet paper? What if all the food is gone? So I started hibernating. And then also I started putting too much, uh, what do you call it, sanitizer. Oh, yeah. One time I drove, I was pulled over for DUI. I don't even drink, but I had a hot, an alcohol blood level so high from the sanitizer. I was dripping like a newborn baby, and it, it was bad. So I'm back to normal. Hey, I would have come to visit you in prison, no problem. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, so um, your podcast um, is a hit. I, I believe you've been doing it for about a year. Is that right? Yes. It, it is, you know. It's, it's 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 got a thousand downloads. It's not it's not huge. It's not. I mean, I don't expect any podcast to to make it big in one year. But uh, as long as I'm helping people, as long as we sharing the good news at the end, you know, that's you know, there's eternal values to to these things. You know, you had Ray oh, no. Comfort on. He's a guy I'd love to get on our show because the reason why is the way of the master. I use that method when I go into prison. And it's called Hell's Best Kept Secret. And it's definitely worth listening to. It's an easy way to share the gospel in a humorous way. And so I just love the fact that you had him on and you all shared about how easy it is to to share the gospel of Christ with humor. Ladies, check it out. Ray Comfort on um, Nazareth's shows. Check it out at NazarethUSA.com. You can see the link there or go to the Laughter for All podcast and you'll see that come up as well. It's really a good show. Yeah, Ray is funny, very funny. Yes. And I'm sure he would love to be on your show. Well, I hope so. You know, I've reached out a couple times, but, you know, I'm not a comedian. And so I don't, there's nothing funny about me except for maybe the way I walk once in a while. <laughs> but other than that, um, you know, you've got some good people on there. Shonda Pierce, I really enjoy her as well. You said Josh McDowell. Um, and those are all people that I, ha- you just have such a way when you interview them that it just brings out the best in them and they can't wait to share and open up. Um, Tell us a little bit about your books. You've got two books out there, or three books, I'm sorry. Tell us um, a little bit about those books so they know where to find them when they go to your store. One book is was a devotion for youth when I was doing youth, you know, youth comedy for youth, but that's no longer in publication. The the other book I wrote during the the 07, 08, 09, when, when we had the crash in the market when people lost their jobs, when churches were laying off bastards, when companies were laying off people. And I wrote the book for the purpose that people, men, especially fathers, and sometimes mothers were coming home stressed out Mm -hmm. about the economy, and they were releasing their stress on their kids. And, uh, you know, one of the advice I would say, uh, I was in the book, I said, listen, the minute you come home, right before you open the garage door, or you open or unlock the door, you stop and say, you know what? This is, if I tell my kids I'm a Christian, if I tell kids that Jesus Christ is the Lord of our life, he's the Lord of my house, and I ain't going that inside with that attitude. What is it's the name of that book? Uh, it's called, it, it was made for me. It's called You're So Funny Daddy, Learning How to Communicate with Your Children Using Humor. I but love it. But it also applies for everybody because... Uh, 
we did a study, our, our ministry comedy could say, we did a study, and we found out that if your father was funny, then you will be funny with your kids. And if your father was not funny, half of the people would decide that they're going to change that, and the other half will stay like their parents, so they're serious. And what the things that you're, if you think about it, Chuck, the, the things maybe if you had a dad at home, the things that your dad did to make you laugh, you are doing it to your kids. One one girl was telling me, she said, you know, she said, I hated it when my dad would come into my room and in the morning and would start singing, and sometimes he would jump on the bed to wake me up. <laughs> she goes, I hated it. I hated it. She goes, guess how I woke up my teenage daughter yesterday. I go, how? She goes, I opened her door, I started singing, I started jumping on the bed without even thinking about it. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, my dad is funny. Um, my husband is hilarious. And so of the two of us, he's the comedian in the group. I'm kind of the, 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 the person that he uses all that comedy on. Uh, and the kids just get dad, such a crack up. Funny? Was his dad funny? Uh, his dad, you know, that's a good question. Uh, you know, I'm the in-law, so I don't know his dad, like, from that humorous point of view. Uh, but he it was a great man, and he um, was just a terrific person. His mother was hilarious. So you have a funny mother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, God bless her, Rusty. She's passed, but she was hilarious. She was very funny. She kind of reminded me of Carol Burnett. She always was cracking people up and... And very humorous. But my husband's got a good blend of both of his parents in him. And then, of course, both of our kids, our son is in L.A. and he works for DreamWorks. He's hilarious. Our daughter is hilarious. They used to get together and do these little skits all the time, you know, and act and play things out. And But that didn't come from my side of the family. <laughs> well, they got it from their grandma, from their dad. That's, yeah. That's what happened. And also the book has, when I do men's conferences and other events, I used to go to the, I said, hey, what do you do to make your kids laugh? Or how do you do? And it is memorable. I mean, one time when one guy was telling the story, he said his daughter has a, you know, the science project, which uh, that's no longer <laughs> happening. And now we yeah, don't have school. Yeah. But uh, he said they went and planted some corn seeds in the backyard. And he said when she went to school, he said, I, instead of going, you know, I took time off my work. And I went to a big farm where there's this nine-foot corn uh, stack. And he said, I bought four or five. And I went home, and I planted them where the seeds were. And oh. he said, when my daughter came from school, it's only been a day. She goes, Dad, let's go look at the corn seeds. And she goes outside, and this nine-foot bush and says, wow. And he goes, till this day, she remembered that. He said, it took me about an hour and a half. And I know for the rest of her life and her kid's life, she's going to remember what that is. <laughs> it's funny how doing little things out of your way to be funny can really be leave a legacy. Okay, bring up a good point. Okay, um, if, if your parents are funny, chances are you'll be funny as well. But, what, you know, I honestly, there's some people who do not have a funny gene in their whole entire body. I mean, you can see it, uh, Nazareth. So what, do you, what coaching do you give them? Is there anything in your book that you uh, suggest or coach people on on how to look for funny things in your life? Well, we give them 50 ideas of how to be funny with their kids, but also, you know what, just to attempt. You, you know how many people say, my dad was not funny. He told the worst jokes in the world, and now they're laughing at him. Just because he attempted or she attempted. The mo You know what, when you laugh with your kids, even if you're not funny, if you even say a joke, have a joke, go online. I mean, there's so many funny stuff on YouTube and on Instagram and on TikTok now. Just you see funny something. 
show it to the kids. When you laugh, you're telling your kids, I'm in control. Yeah. I'm in I'm Okay, I still have it together. Yeah. That's, what, that's the message when you laugh. When we're laughing right now, we're good together. We're not angry. We're not hating each other. We, you know, we have this connection. And that's how powerful laughter is. And I want to encourage every woman, you know what, if you're a mom, you you can you know there's time to discipline but there is time to laugh. Yeah. Don't worry, they're not going to lose their respect for you because you're joking with them or some. As a matter of fact, they're going to love it because hey, mom is cool. Hey. And you know what? I, I I learned this from my own kids. Is when you're joking with your kids at night when you're tucking in bed, they open up yeah. and they share about the bullying and they mm-hmm. share about what happened in this in their home in the school because but. If you're coming home and you're upset and I hate my boss and I hate this job and I'm not, you think they want to add to your pain? They're not going to share anything. Yeah. You know, uh, you bring up a good point. I think this book is timeless for the age of your kids. I mean, you know, we we interviewed Jim Burns. He's a famous author. He does a lot of, uh, in his book, it's called uh, Raising Adult Children. Uh, keeping the doormat out and keeping your mouth shut, which was hilarious. And in one of the chapters, he talked about, talk to your kids about other things. I mean, don't bring up the typical stuff. Don't bring up the, hey, um, you know, how's work? How are things going? How are your grades in college? And you know what I love about this show, Nazareth, is that they can buy your book and come up with new ways to introduce new topics with their kids that are humorous, that are fun, that are funny. And especially during COVID or during the elections and everything that's going on, I think it's just vitally important to laugh with your kids. In fact, you had a quote on your website that said something like laughter um, brings bonding or unity. And um, I just absolutely love that because it does. It just brings you together and it doesn't matter you know, where you guys are at in your relationship is if you're laughing together, you've got that unity and that love that God gives us. And also in marriage, me and my wife, we laugh a lot. She's the funny one in the house. And we laugh a lot. I mean, we we talk about topics that, you know, we're serious about things. We both on in the same, uh, we both agree in how to raise our kids. But we're always laughing. And you have to remember, in my house, I have my mother, who's in her 80s. Mm. I have my my wife. And I won't share ages, but uh, and then I have my 20 year old daughter and I have a 12, uh, 12 year old daughter. And then I have my son. I have estrogen dripping from yes. my feeling. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. And poor John, isn't that your 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 son's name, John? Yeah, my son, my 22. Yeah, poor. Sometimes when he comes in the house, I go, hey, go here's Here's the 100 bucks. Go find a hotel room. This is not the right time to be in the house. Oh, funny. Because they're going to kill me right now. Yeah, but yeah. It, we had oh, one. So we had one boy in our family too. Uh, my brother Buddy, and so I get it. You know, he was around three women, and it was crazy time. Absolutely. Yeah. So we need you need laughter. You need laughter in in the house. You really do. You really do. So um, this book they can find um, in many places. They can find it at Amazon, correct? Uh, they can find it on Amazon. It is on Audible if they want to listen to it. And, uh, yeah, they can order it from our store. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it's, it is also, if I'm not, it's on Amazon used to be or still in Amazon. 
But if they want it, they can come to us, Nazareth USA. Well, I saw it on Amazon, so I I know it's still on there. And you know, it's just I can't wait. I can't wait to go through this with our kids. And the book is called "Ladies, You Got to Write This Down." Because you know what, you can listen to it on Audible, which is really important when you're going down the road. You're busy. But there's something about having that book in your hand because you might want to reuse some of the ideas he's got on there and you can underline them and highlight it and think about it. But the book is called You Are So Funny, Daddy, Learning How to Communicate with Your Kids Using Humor. And sometimes you can't even communicate with your kids. It just like you might be in a hard place together. But if you got some humor going, you guys are going to be unified before you know it. But that's not always, you know, it's, I'm not saying all the time. I mean, sometimes I want to stab my kids. I really, <laughs> you get to that point, I love you so much, uh, but I'm going to stab you. Yeah. Because they just they get on your nerves. But it's still, you know, if you can deliberately and make an effort to be funnier, it will make it easier for you when you're really serious. I call that in the book, the, the cushioning effect. If I'm... If I continually try, uh, and sometimes, you know, Dobson used that, uh, as if I keep filling your tank, then when there's times where I'm really drained, you're okay, you can handle me. Same thing with the cushioning effect. If I keep putting padding of laughter and love and all that with my kids, and even with your spouse, you know, when days you are not feeling right, when days you are really at the end of your rope and boom, you don't hit rock bottom. They can tolerate you. They can say, oh, okay, well, he's having a bad moment right now because he's been great the last few weeks. He's been laughing with us, stuff like that. Yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. The cushioning. I like that. The yeah. cushioning effect. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, as they look back to when they have their own kids, they're going to look back and say, you know, we had some good laughter times. And, you know, I think that's important to, to know and to do. Um, let me just ask you a couple of questions that are a little bit personal. If, are you okay with that? Of course. Okay. I'm a comedian. No. Okay. So let me ask you this question. When did you realize you were even funny? My mom hated our relatives. And we lived in Kuwait back when I grew up. I was born in Israel, uh, moved to Kuwait. And in Kuwait, people just come in like Jehovah Witnesses. They knock on your door without, without you just know, like, oh, we're going to call you. They didn't have cell phones. Or, or they don't call. They just walk in. It's a culture. And you have to invite them in and take care of them. So my mom, you know, would stay in the kitchen. She goes, Nazareth, I was three or three years old. She goes, go make him laugh. Don't make him laugh, I'll pay you. And I'll she would pay, pay me. She would pay me a dinari, which was like $3 at the time. And I would go and just start making jokes with them and stuff, and they're laughing until mom is ready to maybe fix something to come out. So, yeah, I, I didn't start doing stand-up until one day I decided to run the L.A. Marathon, the Los Angeles Marathon, and I was a smoker. I wasn't a Christian. I was, the, I was doing cocaine and all that, so I figured – you know what, I'm going to run two miles and go home and finish. Uh, and next year I'll do two miles and the year after. So I probably I'll get to five miles and in 20 years I'll do 26.2. But I, so the night before the, the marathon, we went to Los Angeles at the Civic Center and they would say that they carboload us with all this carbs for the day, night before. Well, Muhammad Ali, the boxer, was sitting in the same table I was sitting okay, at. Okay, you got to stop there just for a minute. Muhammad Ali, you used yes. cocaine, you were a smoker, and now you're going to be running in a race. And, ladies, I want you to hang on. 
because we have so much more that we have to talk about. This is going to be the end of our first segment. This is part one. I know he's promised me he'll come back for part two, which will air again next week. But I want to keep you guys on the edge of your seat. We have so much more to talk about, as well as another book he wrote about hope. And hope in 24 hours, your situation can change for the better. Ladies, I am so proud of you that you tuned in, that you listened to us. If you like the show, would you rate it? Would you like it? Would you tell your friends about it as well? And most of all, the most important thing is that you say yes to Jesus Christ. Because the best humor in the world comes from our Lord Jesus Christ. Not only does he give us joy, but he gives us self-control. And he wants us to see things through the lens of Christ, which is in joy. So ladies, I love you so much. It's a simple prayer. And it goes like this. Father, I am a sinner. I ask you, come into my life. Turn my life around that I begin to see things through your eyes with joy, with happiness. Oh, I know that the greatest joy ride is about to begin today because I said yes. In Jesus' name, I pray. Ladies, you know I love you. This is Shugbury, host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics, over and out. Hey, ladies. This is Shugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies. And each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony, how they received Christ in their life. This is Shug Burry. You know I love you. Over and out.